to chat about it. We're joined now by former Leaf, Leaf alumni, and the GM of the Devils here is Tom Fitzgerald. How are you doing, Tom? Doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. We're looking forward to the game tonight. Um, I mean, both these teams, the Leafs and your Devils, you guys have been rocking all season, and uh, both teams feel comfortable in who they are, what they are, and what's coming. You're both going to the playoffs, so is this somewhat of a litmus test? Do you look at it this way, uh, going up against a team like the Leafs in the East? For sure. I mean, it's it's a, it's a great test for us. They're a great team. Um, a lot of great players, a lot of great additions to their club. Um, but then the day, it's all, it always comes down to just what we do, how we play, uh, what kind of details we play with. You know, do we do we get off to a seven o'clock start? Do we start at seven thirty and miss the first period? Um, it's details, you know. So we've really never focused on the opponent, um, other than you know, systems and things like that. But uh, the small things is is really what has kept us uh, where we're at, um, and just worrying about us. Fitz, where are you at with your team's performance this year? Was it as planned? Did you know this was coming? Is it a surprise? Just where, where's your head at of, of what they're doing this year? Because they've been unreal. I think, uh, you know, looking back last year, whatever we had, 60-something points, but we, we actually played a lot of good hockey. Um, the data showed us where we were trending in a lot of categories, and, and, and we we actually believe in those categories. We, You know, whether it's it's expected goals for versus against save percentage things like that. We we just we knew that uh, one area of the, the the game we had to refocus in on was was goaltending. Uh, we did that with Vanacek. We believed that uh, you know Blackwood could could step up his game and give him some support. I mean the poor kid uh, for the last three years I I tried to get him support with Crawford retired you know <laughs> then then Bernier out injured uh throughout this year um last year to this year um but really trying to support the the, the pillars of our organization the jack hughes and eco issue the, the jesper bratz with with uh, the right players to play along with them you know we we, we go out and we find uh or, or sign andre palat with championship pedigree a guy like uh hall has never not missed the playoffs brendan smith character kid uh brings a boatload of experience so we just wanted to focus on 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 that so when you asked me was this a surprise well i would say we're we're ahead of where we thought we would be we thought we would be right in the thick of things um scratching and clawing for a playoff spot um you know good experience being playing we talked about this last couple of years but being able to play in meaningful games come march what about the centermen and i think if you asked you Fitzy, 20 years ago, if those centermen, their size, you would say, man, it's going to be tough to compete in, in, in the East against any of the big contenders, but they're unbelievable, and it's just kind of a sign of times of where the game is at, where the size of those two elite centermen you have are getting the job done. Back in the day, I don't know if it happens. Uh, you're probably right. Back in the day, um, the game's changed, as you guys know and aware. It's, it's a highly skilled speed. Um, sure, you we we all know what we're going to expect in the playoffs, um, but you know, like Jack, for example, he's just a very elusive player. Um, you know, he's he's not afraid to get into the dirty areas and the danger areas, but he's able to escape. Uh, Nico Nico's bigger than you think. He's, he's all of six one and a half. You know, he's, he's he's a lot bigger than people probably think he is, and uh, very strong on pucks. Extremely strong on pucks. Extremely smart. Um, and he's showing this year that he really does have a scoring touch. Mm-hmm. 
Tommy, uh, everyone's talked about Jack Hughes, and rightfully so. I mean, he, I think he's been now on the, it, when it comes to the hockey world, he's on the, the, the top stage. But what about a guy like Mercer? Is there somebody on your, your roster that maybe has surprised some people or even surprised yourself of how far along they are or maybe ahead of projection? Well, for sure. You know what? If, if you look at the evolution of this this club, you know, with this group, um, you go back to when Mindy was hired. Um, I was looking for a partner, somebody who, who actually saw the, the way a team evolves. Um, and with that comes mistakes. And with that becomes a, a loose a noose on a, on a player and not just make a mistake and sit. Uh, patience was huge. Um, and we went through that with Jack. And then we went through it uh, when, when Lenny came on board, actually extended it with Jack, uh, allowing him just to play and just go, just go and do your thing. Um, play within a structure, but just go do your thing. And uh, that extended into like the Sharon Govich's and the Bratz, you know. Uh, and then you look at Mercer coming in, and, and really we, we thought last year was just another opportunity for us to, to see what we had offensively, offensively with this kid um, and just let him play. Uh, accountability actually started to become a factor as we got going last year because, you know, mistakes are made, but we wanted to correct the mistakes that are being you know, happening over and over again. Um, but really just letting the, letting the horses run was our, was our motto going back three years ago when I hired Lindy. Uh, so now here we are. I mean, we, we get off to a great start. Um, Games are getting more intense, as you know. This is we're getting into teams that are fighting for their lives and uh, details, commitment, connective, uh, being connected is are all terms that we use on um, being the best possible team we can be. Uh, you know, accountability is now a, a, a big factor on how we play. So, is there a change that's needed? Is there is there a, an adjustment in terms of the messaging from Lindy Ruff and the staff in terms of gearing up for this? this playoff run and, and effectively getting to the playoffs. And as we know, the ice can shrink and you guys might be the fastest team in the league. And, and that's a huge benefit for you guys. But if it gets mucky out there and the refs are letting a lot go, you know, what's the message to your guys in order to get through that? Well, you're, of course they know they're going to face adversity. They know they're going to face teams that aren't going to, or players that aren't going to turn off checks and, they're going to finish and they're going to play, you know, a hundred percent of the detail that need to be played, um, to win hockey games. And we just have to do the same thing. You know, we just have to just you know, keep believing in what, who we are, what we do, um, stay on top of the puck, be connected, you know, allowing, being aggressive with our, our, our blue line, but making sure we're, we're there to cover up. You know, we don't want to, we, we were a team last year that gave up an awful lot of odd man rushes. Um, and it probably goes to what I, I just spoke of. Just, you know, let the horses run. Uh, but this year we've, we've, when we get in trouble is when we just, we're disconnected. Um, but when we are connected throughout the, throughout the zones, each zone, offense, neutral zone, even coming out of our own end, we, we're, we, we seem to be, we, we play fast. You know, we move pucks fast and we attack. Um, you know, sometimes you got to experience it to understand it. Uh, where you can, you can prep somebody for what, what lies ahead. But at the end of the day, you know, the experience, experiencing it, uh, is greater than, you know, just thinking it. Leafs Devils tonight, uh, on TSN4, we're chatting with, uh, Devils GM Tom Fitzgerald. Tom, you end up landing Timo Meyer. Uh, how long was that process in the making? And, uh, you know, what do you expect uh, out of him once he, uh, you know, hits the ground and hopefully hits the ground running for you? 
Well, it was a pretty pretty long process because you know, like all all trades, you know, the, the the genesis probably starts with maybe moving them. Not sure if I'm going to move them. Okay, if you are going to move them, would you mind calling me? You know, <laughs> small <laughs> you know small talks like that, and then you do get a call and say we're thinking about moving them. You know, okay, well, you know, just keep me afloat here. You keep me, um, and then you get into we are moving them, and this is what we're looking for. And then you start talking about pieces, and those pieces turn into a framework of really what they're looking for, and can you, you know, can you oblige with with the, the pieces? And you know, there was a point where I felt really good that we had enough pieces to for for San, for San Jose to to, to need, um, and then those pieces, you know, get. You know, one player here, another player there. There's a pick go involved, but we knew exactly what they were looking for and felt that we we could do that. Um, and then you're then you're, you're up against your competition, so you start handicapping potentially through 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 the media, of course, yeah. <laughs> who the competition <laughs> may be. Um, and you start handicapping and thinking, you no, know, we we probably do have a chance if if the, if they tell us what what they tell us is true. You know, we're looking for this type of player. We're looking for this age group. We're looking for this draft pick. Um, yeah, and then it just it just it goes. So I would say the Saturday night before the the deal was done is when I really felt comfortable that uh, we had a, we would get a deal done. So out of curiosity, it took, it took a while. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious about you know trying to track filtering through the media and stuff how does that get to your desk tom like is there someone working within the organization saying this is what's out there today these are the teams connected you know like how, yeah. how do you gather that information well i can't tell you my sources we're trying here is it like a dating app though you're like man i hope she doesn't like that other two guys and it's like i hope she matches with me (laughs) we uh i do i have people here that uh follow all of you guys and and then some and uh i might get a text hey this just information um but the other day we we were just worried about what we could give them and uh and felt very comfortable with what we did. Now, what Timo brings to the table, I think it's the obvious. You know, is, he, he adds size to our our, our front line and uh, goal scoring ability, physicality, um, heavy on pucks. Uh, you know, he, he really he cares about you know a two hundred foot game. Um, we just think he's going to complement one of our two centers here uh, as we move forward. And uh, the, the hope is uh, we get his name on a on a contract long term. With Tom Fitzgerald, the GM of the Devils, uh, obviously we're, we're talking about a daily up here in Toronto uh, about the Leafs, they're standing in the East, and it just, we can't recall collectively, you know, a year like this where you've got the Bruins, the Leafs, the Lightning, Carolina, the Rangers, the Devils, like six teams that are, are loaded and six teams that have been rocking all year. Um, and uh, obviously you're the GM of one of those six teams. I'm sure that's flattering. I'm not telling you something you don't know. But you've been around the game a long time, Tom. Can you recall a scenario like this where you got you got rock stars in the East, and it's going to be it's going to be a death march to get through? Yeah. Well, you're right. It's it's entertaining. That's for sure. Yeah. We are in the entertainment business, and it's, it's been very entertaining leading up to the deadline. And uh, but the reality is, guys, like I I just worry about my team. You know, there's there's no reactionary moves. Timo Meyer was on our our radar for quite some time, even before Mike Greer uh, took over. And, um, you know, you kind of look at organizations that may be in cap hell and maybe, uh, maybe there's opportunity to, 
to talk about a player maybe on the move at some point. And, um, but yeah, when you you look around the the division and and in conference, boy, there's a lot of good hockey teams, and there's going to be a lot of good hockey teams out in the first round. Um, but that's hockey for us. You know, going back, Odog asked me earlier, did I see this coming? Um, no, I, I just I think looking at what's ahead of us with experience. Um, the New Jersey Devils window is just opening right now. <laughs> it's just cracked open, and um, we feel our window is is is, is going to be for some quite time uh, here. Um, so, uh, no pressure on us. We just go out. We're just going to go play our game um, and and do what we need to do. But we have been a. Let's just worry about today. Tomorrow will take care of itself. We've got the Leafs tonight. Huge challenge for us, and you know I think our group will be up. How uh, how good has it been to work with Lindy? He's a, one of our favorites on the show. He's been on a few times, and we've used a few sound bites of him. Uh, what's he like to work with on a daily basis? Well, I think Lindy's a Hall of Fame coach, um, but more importantly, he's a Hall of Fame person. And he's you know one thing I was looking for when I when I went on this search for the next coach, I was looking for a partner. Somebody who could work, we can work together, uh, challenge each other, um, but have the utmost respect for one another. Um, and, and I found that with Lindy. He, he totally understood it. And you look at his track record with the young teams he had in Buffalo and the players that he developed on, on those teams. Um, and then when he went over to, uh, to Dallas, um, the young players that he had, how they exploded. I think Jamie Benn had his, I think he led the league in scoring Lindy's uh, first year there. And Tyler Sagan became the scorer he was. Uh, the way they played, how fast they were. Uh, so there was a lot to, to like, but most importantly, like, did, you know, how did he see development? You know, how did he see analytics? You know, how did he, how, how could he apply that to decision making? Um, we're all areas, or a few areas that were very important to me and, and allowing these kids to, to be able to make mistakes, but know that they were getting another shift. And I think that's been the growth of our team and the development is the trust that the players have in Lindy, um, that they can go out and play their game. They understand playing the game within the game, um, but be able to, to, to make mistakes and know they're not just going to get their ass planted on the, on the end of the bench. Well, it's going to be a fun one tonight. Uh, Leafs Devils again up here on TSN4. Enjoy it, and uh, best of luck down the stretch and into the playoffs. Thank you for doing this, Tom. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Thanks a lot. You got Thanks, it. Tom. There he is, Tom Fitzgerald, former Leaf GM of uh, the New Jersey Devils. and um, Just like he was looking for a coach, a partner, to challenge each other, Hayes, that's what I'm looking for from you. Well, I try to bring None of this Danny Dimes talk. Yes. <laughs> Danny Dimes is out. Lindy Ruff is in. It's got to be gratifying, though. Lindy was on the hot seat early in Dude, the Jersey, they were fu- right? they, they were chanting, fire Lindy, three games yeah. into the season or whatever it was. And they apologized to him. Remember when they went on that Sorry, run? Lindy. Sorry, Lindy. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And uh, listen, Tom Fitzgerald, he hit on a number of different things there. You know, the entertainment business, um, all I could think of while he was talking, because he was very open, very honest, is yeah. like the, his predecessor, Lou Lamorello, like well before that, I guess, when Lou was there, like Lou wouldn't say a thing. Like Lou would yeah. always be cordial, always be willing to come on. I got all the respect in the world for Lou. This is not a shot. This is just a fact. Right. Where even the Timo Meyer said, like Tom just said, we're going to try to sign him. Lou wouldn't yeah. say that. Lou would be like, yeah. no comment. I'm not getting into yeah. anything. Don't they have to <laughs> sign him? 
Well, well yeah, he's I mean, a restricted free agent. They're going to sign him. They're going to work on a deal for sure. Sure. But, but um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's a breath of fresh air in terms of honesty and his approach, yeah. and he he likes his team as he should. And it is it is kind of a dangerous mentality that the Devils realize they're going in and kind of playing with house money, right? Like the Bruins are not, the Leafs are not, Tampa's not. I would say Car- Carolina's not. Not sure the Rangers are. Right. Jersey, they're the new kids on the block. Jack Hughes is twenty one. Uh, yeah. Heischer is what twenty three. They're they feel pretty good about their squad for a number of years, and yeah. uh, they're a good team. Leafs Devils tonight. Confirm it tonight in about 15 minutes. Sam Mitchell still to come. Steve Phillips still to come. Mike Johnson will join us as well. Johnny calling the game tonight. Overdrive continues. TSN 1050 and on the TSN app.